impression that maybe there's a testimony in the room of the Lord's goodness or faithfulness or his power that needs to be released just here in the uh, our ending time of worship and transition into the word. And so I know that puts everyone on like on the spot, like, oh, is that me? If you're really scared right now and you're thinking of something, it's you, just so you know. That's how you know. And it's, yeah, that's what Mike said. He's like, and it's, it's not about bringing glory to you. It's about bringing glory to the Lord through his life. Oh, my friend. All right, come on up. I was going to give us time. We were going to sing the song for like two more minutes. And, you know, I was like, no one's going to come up, but come on up. Yeah, yeah, please. Please. Awesome. I have a daughter in Ohio who got married this summer, and her mother-in-law has been sick with a stroke and in the hospital. I talked to my son-in-law and my daughter two nights ago, and my son-in-law told me that the doctor didn't think the mother-in-law would be getting better and that he was going to have to be the one to make the decision to take her off life support. No and Sorry. so just as I drove in tonight, my daughter sent me a message saying my mother-in-law has passed. And two nights ago, I had talked to her. She was raised in a Christian home, went to a Christian college, and I said, honey, she was, but the mother-in-law was Catholic. And I don't know what her beliefs were. And we didn't have that type of relationship where I could really ha have the chance to ask her. Yeah. So I thought, so when my sister and my brother, who are strong Christians, went up to the hospital with my daughter and her husband to see her. And the mother-in-law had passed just minutes before they got there. So God said to me, it doesn't matter how much you know somebody when they're in a situation like that, or just you never know the last time you're going to see somebody and you got to tell them. Wow. So that's just really on my heart. And wow. um, I just pray God, Jesus revealed himself to her in the minutes prior to that. And But I won't be the one to wait. Will you wait wow. to tell people? Would you pray that over us? Would you just oh, gosh. No. <laughs> Holy Spirit, you have convicted my heart so much tonight, Father, not to wait, to be bold, to reach out to people, the people you love, hug them, tell them now. Lord, and I just pray, gosh, the boldness to open our mouths to everyone, to our family members, even though it may meet with some opposition, but we just never know, Lord, who we may be saving for eternity. And I just ask your hand in that family, Lord, that some good would come out of this. And um, I just thank you for taking her home so my son-in-law did not have to make that decision to uh, take support from his mom, but you made the decision to call her home, Father. And we just... Thank you. We love you. And we just praise you in Jesus' name. So um, this is a fresh testimony from, I'm Sarah Gonzalez, and uh, I, um, this is a fresh testimony from this morning. I, I'm part of, the, of a women's study on Wednesday mornings, the Song of Songs class. Um, and the enemy just, well, I just kept feeling like, I don't need to go today. I don't need to go. You need to stay home. You got too much to do. You need to work. You don't need to go. I ended up going still. Um, and like during the whole class, usually, I mean, I don't even think about wanting to go or I, I just get lost in the class. It's just been awesome. But the whole class, I just felt like this, like pressure, like you need to get out of here. You need to leave. You need to go. You need to go. You need to go. And just really feeling like anxiety about it. And that's just not normal usually, but, um, but I, I couldn't get out of my seat. I, st I stayed there and um, 
just towards the end, um, one of the ladies that was in the class just, you know, started praying into something, um, just talking about, um, like, strongholds and things from our past that maybe we can't see that God revealed to her, and um, just, like, vows that we made in our past and things that we agreed with the enemy about that we didn't realize that God brought some things to her mind that um, just he, he shined his light on and those things and she released it and it just opened up her life and so I just was sitting there praying and I kind of still was feeling that pressure but um, just something started breaking inside of me and um, I just started crying uncontrollably and just kind of just letting God was just kind of ministering to me and um, the women just gathered around me and were praying for me. And I know I just, you know, it's a feeling of vulnerable. You know, you feel vulnerable sometimes in those positions of, I didn't want to cry. I, didn't, I just was kind of fighting it. But I let go and just, they started praying for me. And um, at one point, there's just been some things, this issue that I've been having, this stronghold. I feel like the enemy's had his thumb on me and I've not been able to break through from it no matter what. And I, I just spoke it out. And I just felt like the breaking of it. Once it was out and brought out to the light, I could just feel it break off of me. And I feel completely like free from that and just left the class just being like light and thanking God for that. So I just praise him for that freedom and just not being afraid to be vulnerable. It's just awesome to be able to, like in the word, I know it says somewhere about shine the light, you know, when the light, what's brought to the light can be, you know, healed. So. Just thanking God for that, for his freedom. Hold on, hold on. You get to pray that over us. You get to release that same freedom over us. Like we maybe need a few strongholds <laughs> broken. Awesome. Would you pray that over us? Yes. God, I just thank you for the freedom that you give us, Lord. I just pray for everybody in this room right now, Lord. That, things that maybe they don't even think are strongholds that they've been holding themselves or not told anybody else about. God, I just pray you'll give them the courage to bring it to the light, Lord, and bring those people around them that they feel safe to be able to share that with them, Lord. Um, and just whenever they feel that pressure to realize that that's a sign to step out, to, to come to church. Don't let things, don't let the enemy keep, keep them back by fear, hold them back by fear or fear of being exposed that Thank you for that you cover us, Lord. So I just declare freedom over all the people in this room, Lord, and that all these strongholds, little and big, that they're going to be broken in Jesus' name right now, tonight. Thank you, Jesus. You guys ready to hear about a miracle? Oh, I'm David Cooper. Uh, my wife, Kathy, is the pretty lady back there. Um, I'm, uh, I'm the head of school at Front Range Christian School in Littleton, Colorado. And last Wednesday, I was teaching a class on the integration of faith and science, and my radio went off. And it was one of the guys up at the front office saying, we got an emergency. And it turns out that my assistant was in cardiac arrest. She was in incredible pain. Uh, by the time I got up there, I thought we were going to lose her. She was splayed out, uh, beginning to lose touch with us even. You could see the hollowness in her eyes. Um, at that moment, if, if people that worked for me didn't know I was spirit-filled, they did at that moment. Because if, if you think you're faced with that and you're going to pray the appropriate 
you know, politically correct prayer, you're wrong. We went to war right then, right there, praying in, the, in tongues and, and standing for what the word says about healing. Um, they, the 911 showed up. They took her. Um, at that point, she was still in the same state. She never came out of it. Um, so as I was actually driving to the emergency room with her son, uh, I turned to one of my Bible teachers and said, we need to get the junior senior high praying. So he went down. We pulled all the kids out of class. They met in our performing arts center. We had 200 plus kids praying. I, uh, I called the most important person for me when we go to battle, and that's my wife. And she met me there. And she actually texted me. Did she? Yeah. I got, I got Awesome. My wife and I have prayed in emergency rooms and ICUs all over that Littleton area. We don't even call it the ICU now. We call it the Victory Ward. We, if, you, if you go to that place, you need to call people because we walk that place with authority. Uh, we, we have watched people raised from the dead. I, I've had two students that should be dead to this day and have been risen from the dead. And they're doctors that still don't have answers to this day. So I call that lady because she wars. It's fun. We, uh, we got to the emergency room, and I, I was there first with her son, and my assistant wasn't doing well. But by the time it was all said and done, I'll fast forward to the end. All of the tests for stroke and cardiac came back negative. There's no sign of anything. My assistant was at work today. She was back, and she's doing awesome because God moved. God moved, and I can't tell you what it means to stand before a school of kids who today prayed for peace and protection over schools. We didn't walk out. We didn't walk out of my school. We did a time of praise and worship, and we went to war on our knees because we know the enemy needs to be stopped, and you stand before those kids and say, guess what? The praise you're praying today you just saved a life a week ago. It's fun, man. God is good. And he works miracles. So. Oh, yeah. You got you to you follow the model, bro. <laughs> no, what a, what a testimony to the Holy Spirit within David in a moment of crisis responding. I was just thinking of the verse like we, uh, where it says, uh, you won't need to know what you need to say in that day, but the Holy Spirit will rise up within you. This is a different instance on, on healing and on contending in faith. So, um, David, pray that over us, but also just this boldness that you're walking in and that, that this has been released in you. Pray that boldness over us. What, pray whatever you want to pray. <laughs> well, I can tell you this, though. I... Praying with my wife in those situations is powerful. That There's no doubt in that woman about the promises that are in Scripture. When she prays it, she speaks the Word of God over people. And I'll pray in a minute, but you gave me back the microphone. <laughs> I will tell you this. There are three places that rob the voice of believers, rob the voice of people. Elevators, banks, and hospitals. For some reason, we step in those three places and we stop speaking. When was the last time you actually sparked up a conversation in an elevator or in a bank? I don't know why it is. But we go to hospitals and a hush falls over us. And instead, what would happen, what should happen is we should rise up. 
Our voice should be the loudest and the boldest in those places because those places have a stronghold of death and it needs to be broken. Your voices should not fall silent in emergency rooms. We should lift our voices in praise and worship and prayer in those places. We should walk those halls and claim those for the kingdom because that's where miracles happen, and we've seen it. We've seen it. Uh, let me pray before that runs out of juice in this microphone. Father, you are good, and you are powerful, and you are mighty, and you are holy, and you are majestic, and you are all that we need. Father, we rejoice in the miracles you have done, the healing you have brought. Father, I just pray for a wave of boldness to come upon your your believers. Father, that the, the family of Christ would stand with strength and assurity, knowing that the promises you've given are true. Father, move. We ask that you would move, move. In Jesus' name, I just pray for fresh anointing, fresh anointing of, of healing to be upon every believer. Father, that your power will be released through us, through our hands, by your power, through your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey. Hi, I'm John Wagner, and um, I just, uh, isn't our God great? I mean, we just, I just love the amazing victory he gives us in all situations, the, the God of, he created us, and he, he's given me so many words lately, downloads, but just the one lately that just brings power and life to our bones, every bone in our body just revived, and every cell in our body, is he created us, the very person who created us says, I want to come inhabit you, and not only that, he asked for an invitation to inhabit the very creation he created, isn't that amazing, and I'm like, I, I just thank you God for um, there's so many of us going through so many struggles, but guess what? We are victorious in all. We pray, Lord, for this unity of body where we come together, like-mindedness, like spirit, Lord. We come alongside each other, and we just show them the love of the Father. The love of the Father, the love overcomes all things, Lord, and we thank you for that. This love that you've given us is this love that we don't even know how to give. So as we receive a little bit of your love, Lord, a little piece of your love, a little piece of your garment touching us, just whispering past us, Lord, that love is deposited into us. We pray, Lord, that our hearts, open heavens, open hearts, that our hearts receive this. And you want to give us more than, uh, fill us to a, a heart of overflowing, Lord, in all areas. Unlimited resources are available to us now. We declare and we claim those victory in our life in all situations, Lord. And we just thank you so much for loving us and for creating us, even before the foundation of the world, Lord. You knew our name. You knew our purpose. You had created us with this divine purpose. This We have been created for such a time as this, Lord. We are coming together now in unity unity in our families, unity with you, first of all, with you, Lord, bringing that into our marriages. We, we declare victory in marriages. We, we, we just, Lord, break the strongholds that are building up, break the fortresses of divorce that are rising up in this country, Lord, and we just pray for uh, victory in the family, restore the family, restore the, the healthy heart, Lord, in, in the the family in this body as you pour into our heart you breathe life into us that life lord is not meant for us to keep where it becomes dead if it's not given out greatly in abundance and in just in all generosity lord you pour that into us so we can flow that in 
out into others and give them life. No matter what is going around us, Lord, we will not be controlled by any human being. We will not, we will declare your name boldly. We come boldly before the throne of grace, Lord. Hopeful expectance, this this hopeful expectancy, Lord, hope and unity. So we have this hope in you, the, the, the transfer of power from It's almost like we're chained. Hope in the world. Hope in our wives. Hope in our spouses. Hope in our jobs. That chains us to that. God says we are free in him. Freedom in Christ. So the transfer then of the power of hope in those things is transferred into him. That is a a wonderful, expectant hope where we know all your promises will come true, Lord, as we declare forth your words in this book that you've given us. They, all your words will come true, and, and we, we have a hopeful expectation of that, a wonder, eager expectation because our hope is in you, the confident hope in you, Lord. So we just thank you that we can encourage each other now, Lord. We speak life into the, the death of marriages, into the death of circumst- the circumstances that cause us to feel like we are dead. Lord, you have paid the price. You have poured out your blood flowing through our every cell in our body. Your blood flows through our veins, Lord, and it washes out any impurity. So we declare that in your name, Lord, that all things that rise up against you will be demolished because that is the promise that you give us and all your promises come true, Lord. So we declare those out loud, Lord, and we claim, we claim the victory that is ours, Lord, in you, our inheritance. We have been given unlimited capacity in you, So now, Lord, let us not limit your power in us, for our very mind can limit your power. We say, wipe our mind clean and fill it with you. Pour out your extravagant love, Lord. Lavish it out. This liquid gold flowing through every cell of our body, just burning up any little sediment of the flesh that's still there. Because we are no longer this. All things are made new in you, Lord. And so we just love you. And we thank you for loving us. We thank you for giving us life. Amen. Amen, John. Thank you, John. Hello. Introduce yourself. Oh, I'm good. Oh, I get a hug. So, let's just get I'm like, I was fighting. But I will say what the Bible says, sacrifice. Uh, obedience is better than sacrifice. So, uh, I will read Isaiah 53. It says, Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shot and like a root out of the ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He has despair and rejected by men, a man of sorrow and familiar with suffering, like one from whom men hidden their faces. He was despair and we estimated him not. Surely he took up our infirmity and carried out sorrows. Yet we consider him stricken by God, submitted by him and affected that he was rejected for our transgression he was crushed for our iniquity the punishment that brought us peace was upon him and by his wounds we are healed so uh, last year my daughter she took uh, the first semester 
college pre-med. Then she called me. She said, oh, mom, I have 3.5, but I don't want to do this. It is depressing me. Then I'm like, I, say, I don't give her, do this one, this one. Then I says, I will pray. Just speak whatever you want. So anyway, she changes. And I said, okay. And um, while I'm like this doing, um, God, one day he talked to me, says, go to the hospital to pray. I just ignored it. So it was a big, you know, I was like, after I didn't do it, I felt very bad. So I said, God, anything you tell me from today, I'm going. I'm going anything. Whatever doesn't make sense, it doesn't matter. Let me tell you one thing, to go by yourself to the hospital to pray is not that fun. You need somebody or, you know. So I said, okay. Then anyway, um, there was one doctor, God spoke to me, he said, this doctor is leaving. Then I'm like, okay. I just, I didn't pray about, I didn't pray about that. I said, okay. Then next time, my son, he's going to things. Then they were asking him, what are you going to study? Then he's studying neuroscience. He's going to study neurosciences. Are you going to be a doctor? No. Are you going to be a neurosurgeon? Nope, I don't cut people. So I'm like, what's going on? And uh, after that, um, I have friends, all the family, husband's side, wife's side, they are doctors. And their daughter, she's like, I'm not going to be a doctor. Now she's breaking this generation doctor, doctor thing. And she has two youngers, they are listening to that too. I'm like, what's happening? What's going on? And um, I started to go to one hospital. I was praying just in the chapel. Then God spoke to me. He says, how many people does pray for their doctors? How many of us we are guilty for, we, we go to doctors. Always, he says, they give. They are, they don't, we, don't, we don't take anything to them. This is what we give, all the pain, all the hurt. So anybody goes there, we don't go, hallelujah, I have this sickness. We don't tell them that. We go, we sorrow. Sometimes we go yearly checkup. Then when something the doctor sees, they don't get happy. You know, the depression, all these kind of things. Then I said, God, yeah, we are guilty of that. We are Christians. Because when we go there, these doctors, they, we don't give them blessings. We are, have pain, depression, all these kind of things. Then I said, God, okay, I'm going to pray from today for the doctors, trust me, these doctors, they don't feel that fan. That is, people they go, sometimes they lose them. What feeling did they have? Depression. Then God spoke to me, says, that doctor, I told you he's going to leave. He walked out while there is appointments. Then I said, God, this is getting bad. So I want to pray. As we need to pray for our doctors. You know what I mean? They deal with different kind of people. So they have this all kind of, sometimes there's people they just like, they won't, you know, they, they don't, they are not happy with the things outcome. Sometimes they, when they lose people, they are not happy. So if as a Christians, before we go to our doctors to see if we pray for them, it will help. And I see the generation, I'm like this before, everybody wants to be a doctor now. People, they don't want to be a doctor. Why? But there is some people, they have a passion. They are doing it. They are stressed out. This doctor, he spent time. He spent money. All these things. Why he walk out? Why people, they are waiting for him to be seen. So, I just, I, I, number one, I says, God, forgive us. We never told doctors they have all this, you know, everything, anxiety, we give them. We don't give them a nice thing. Everything is sick, sick, sick. You know, 
they know the side effect of the medication. They know all kinds of things. They have all these regulations. They have all this. They have to document all. We don't have any clue how stressful they are. So today I just thank God to, to pray for the doctors. And um, okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are. Jesus, you are the Messiah. You are the God Almighty. We are born again. We thank you for the Bible. We thank you for Isaiah 53. You are wounded for us. We have a word. You are the healer of us. You are the healer of our soul, our emotions, our spirit. You are the healer of our body. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We don't take it for granted. And today I just pray in the name of Jesus. There is people willingly. They take their years to study hard. There is people they just, they pay their money. They sacrifice. And when they come out, there is a lot of things they face today. Jesus, it was not easy for you to cross yourself on, the, on, that, on that cross uplifted high there. It was the painful thing. Your father turned his face from you. That was the painful. You took all the iniquity, God. Today, God, there's a lot of people, they don't have any clue. And when they go to doctors, they are not going with this all kind of blessings. It is came a curse because of Adam and Eve, the disobedient God. Today, I pray, I ask for us forgiveness for all of us. We go to our doctors, we make appointments, but I don't know how many of us we prayed for them before we go. How many of us we pray every day we, we, our, for our doctors? We don't know how many people they face every day. Today, in Jesus' name, we ask you forgive us to be selfish, just go only to be checked and see. And today, I pray, Heavenly Father, the doctors to touch them. America needs doctors, God. It's not insurance doesn't cover health, but the doctors have to be there today. They are a human being, God. They have family. They are not just uh, whatever things they, they do. They are not doing the job. They are dealing with human life. When they lose somebody, they are not happy, God. Heavenly Father, today, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, every doctor, Either we know, we know them or we don't know them. In Jesus' name, oh God, I just pray. We have you. We are full in you. Even if we die, we know our destiny. But today there is a lot of people, God, there. So in Jesus' name, just to touch them, touch the doctors, touch their hands. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. Amen. Um. But before we do that, I have a few things in my heart. One, I do want to, the Lord brought this to my mind, um, a testimony in the Meyer family. And it's, it's a little smaller, but it's, it's, a, it's of a healing. My son, he broke his glasses on uh, Friday before church, um, or on Saturday before church. And so we didn't have time to get him fixed. And so Sunday he came to church, and they were asking does anyone need prayer for anything? And they were asking for physical healing. And my 10-year-old my son didn't raise his hand at first. And then he was like, well, it'd be great if I could see. <laughs> and he has, he's pretty bad. Uh, he has a, he has a, he's farsighted. And so, um, so he raised his hand for prayer. And Pastor, I think uh, Pastor Kurt pr was praying for him. And he's like, Dad, my eyes just started to flutter just a little bit. And I thought... I wonder if this is the Lord healing my eyes. And after they started fluttering, he opened his eyes, and he could see. 
and he, did, he didn't have any, any conditions of being farsighted. And, and so he goes and tells me, you know, and I'm, I'm the man full of faith, and I'm like, really? You know? And I'm like, are, are you sure? You know, and I'm like having him read things, and all the way home, we're driving to Colorado Springs, and I'm like, read that sign, read that sign, you know? And, uh, and it's been a week, and he's still walking with perfect vision. And we're not, like, getting the glasses. We're not buying the glasses again. And so I think it's just amazing sometimes how, though healing is supernatural, how natural it feels sometimes, you know? And he just walked in like, I'm, I'm healed. And there wasn't this, like, ah, I mean, we're very grateful, but there was, there was just a natural, like, yeah, you're healed. And I think that's what the Lord wants. He wants it to be so natural, so, so supernatural that it's just natural. And it is amongst us as a people. And um, so that's me trying to make myself feel better about, you know. <laughs> but I just, I, I felt two things um, that we're supposed to pray. There's this theme of healing and there's this theme of hospital. Um, but I had two things come to mind. I think we're supposed to end in praying for the healing of cancer tonight um, in our midst. Uh, I've, I've, there's been a few in my life that I've walked alongside. And the last person in Kansas City I walked alongside, she had stage four terminal cancer. And we just, we contended as her family. And, and she, we saw it slowly diminish and then it was gone. And she's cancer free today. And I just, I had that thought, and then I, ha- and I, I know a few in our midst, and I want to invite Mike up um, to help me lead prayer for this. Um, is Terry here? Terry and Katrina? Okay. Yeah, see if, see if Katrina's here. We have a lady in our midst. I saw a hand go up. Um, go ahead. What, what do we have? Everyone, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Why don't we have anyone, everyone who is contending for cancer, for someone who has cancer, or anyone who has cancer, can you, can you come down and, and we're going to pray? Cancer testimonies are good. <laughs> we'll take them. We have seen a number of people uh, receive their healing uh, from cancer. We had a, uh, I think it was somewhere between the ages of 16 and 18-year-old boy who had a special, there was a special kind of cancer that, uh, cancer is never special, but uh, it was a cancer that was in the, in the blood, and uh, they had called it out, and it was, it was a very serious cancer, and uh, we started contending for it. And uh, they went back 30 days later to check the progress of it to see what had happened. And when they went back, uh, not only could they not find the cancer, uh, but they couldn't find any trace that there ever was cancer in the body. And, and that, that's just one, one, but there's a, I mean, I could go on and on. Yeah, I'll just be quick. Um, my mom actually had cancer at one point, and it was in her pituitary system, so it spreads. And so they told her, put your affairs in order. 
and she was supposed to go back in a week, and they were going to tell her how long she had to live, and we just said no. And there was like 400 people praying for her, and um, she went back the next week. She called me all sad and everything. She went back the next week, and the guy came in the room and opened the folder, and his jaw dropped, and he turned around and left the room. <laughs> and she's like, what's going on? So um, he comes back in, and he's like, look, this is your first test, and we don't tell people lightly that they have cancer, and this is definitely you. And this is the today, and you have no cancer, zero, and it's totally you. That's Last, last July, I was diagnosed with uterine cancer. It was a very, very serious condition. Uh, I went in for two surgeries. The first one was for a hysteroscopy here at Castle Rock, and my daughter-in-law took me. This was a test to just assess what was going to be needed for the second surgery. And when we walked in from the parking lot, we were approaching the front door of the hospital, and the biggest yellow butterfly, the biggest butterfly I've ever seen, slowly hovered between Miranda and I for a moment, then flew off. I knew without a shadow of a doubt that this was my sign. The Lord was with me, not to be afraid. Do you know that that led to the second surgery where my uterus, you know, I had a total hysterectomy. The doctor told me that when I went in the week later for the assessment of, of all the testing, that I would not need any, any treatments of any kind, no chemo or no radiation, that it was completely gone. And it was very, isn't that awesome? And, and I just have to say the little uh, touch of love God gave me every single day after that very first day, the butterfly appeared every single day, no matter where I was. I went through a zone where they were doing a lot of road work and it was hot and I thought, well, I'll never see my butterfly here. And sure enough, out of the bushes came the butterfly. So it was a sign from God directly to yeah. me of his love. I think I, have I think I have something kind of short. So um, one of the things I've been studying and being impacted by lately is the reality, reality that we are a royal priesthood yeah. for the Lord. I've been asking God, what does that mean? You know, what does that mean in practice? Because it sounds really cool. <laughs> it sounds really cool. And um, I'm also reading Leviticus right now. So I'm working my way through the Old Testament again. And in Leviticus, all the various sacrifices. There's some, you know, really bizarre, different than what we're used to, right? They're just like what the priests would do with the blood, the, the, the wave offerings, the grain offerings, etc. And that they would take this, the blood of these animals and sprinkle it over the altar and over various places to consecrate. Um, and I believe that's what he wants us to do. Remember that, that we don't have the blood of, of, of oxen and sheep and other things anymore. We have the blood of Jesus, right? The powerful blood of Jesus that dominates, right? That, that washes everything clean. And through that, we have what we need for, for everything, right? For, for healing and for the lives that we need to live. So I believe right now we should be praying and pleading the blood of Jesus over our brothers and sisters who are, who are in sickness, so, yeah. And when you take the mic, you're going to pray. <laughs> um, I was going to give one more. It's always, it's always good to give testimonies because it's the uh, testimony just means do it again. And so when, when we hear these things, it's just like, God, do it again. But there was a, 
and, and I don't know if I'm going to get all the details of this right, but uh, there was a, a young lady, uh, I believe she was Catholic, and, uh, and she was going through uh, a lot of treatments, and she had stage 4 cancer, and, and, uh, and it was at the very tail end of the stage 4 cancer, and basically the doctors had given her uh, a few weeks to live, and again, she's in her, she's in her late 20s, uh, and she, I think she had a child, and uh, I'm not 100% sure on that, but, uh, but she came in as a desperate kind of last resort. She came in here and, and came to the healing rooms and then met with the, uh, the men's group, the prayer team, and they began to pray over her, and they prayed for her in the healing rooms, and, and it didn't happen instantaneously, uh, but it was, it was over a matter of, I think, three to four weeks, and uh, within that time frame, uh, the, uh, like, all the life came back to her. Um, I mean, she looked like, I guess, pretty much like green. Like, she was, she was at the very end of her life, and, uh, and all the life came back to her. And uh, within a month, she went back to the doctors, and again, it was, she was cancer-free, and it, it was totally gone from her body. So these are just, I mean, glory to God. It is, it is amazing to see sometimes that we get shocked. This is that, like, it's, you know, we go, well, this is so supernatural. We're so shocked by this. But this really is the natural thing. This is the natural way that we should live as believers, that we should understand that this is what we walk in. This is what we have. We have the authority uh, as we walk on this earth, especially when it comes to any kind of disease, any kind of sickness. Uh, in Ephesians and in Philippians, it just it says, uh, this is part, it says, therefore God, this is Philippians 2, 9, and it says, therefore God exalted him to the highest place, talking about Jesus. And it says, and it gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee would bow and the name that is above every name, we, we see one of the names that has been given on this earth is cancer. Uh, and Jesus is the name that's above every name. So, so cancer has to bow to the name of Jesus. It has no other choice. Uh, when, we, when we lift up Jesus' name, when we say in the name of Jesus, there's power in that because every knee has to bow to that. Every other name has to bow to that. So why don't you start it off here with prayer? All right, if you guys will just extend a hand and lay hands on each yeah, other, I think we want to. Yeah, you don't have to stand up, but you can, but yep. can, the, the thing is, is, is your contention in this, your part in this is also critical. So everyone, this is a, what it is, is we, we say on earth as it is in heaven, but we actually have the ability to agree right now with heaven and call it down to earth and say, on earth as it is in heaven. And so all our agreement in this is, is so powerful. So it's not that we just kind of sit here and, and watch. I just, and I know you guys know this, but I just want to encourage you to really press in in this time uh, as, we, as we're going to see God do the miraculous right here. All right, Jesus, we just, we just thank you that, um, that we're your children. God, we are your sons. We are your daughters. Lord, you've, you have... In, uh, ushered us into a royal priesthood, uh, God, that we don't totally understand what that means, but that you're revealing it to us, and we know that you, your name is above all names. Cancer is not a natural name. That is a name that was given by, by man from after the fall of man, 
and it does not belong here, so we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that will go away. Cancer, you have to go. Sickness, you have to go in the name of Jesus. We have the precious blood of Jesus, the Lamb of God. We do not have a, 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 a blood from uh, doves or an, other, any other animals. We have blood that comes from the most precious holy Lamb of God. So we plead that over any sickness here that it has to go. In the mighty name of Jesus, we, uh, we believe in you. We trust in you. We know that where, where there was uh, no way, you made a way. Father, uh, where there's doubt and where there's uh, uh, causes that may seem lost, God, it's never lost for you, Lord. There's always a way, and you made a way where there was no way. So we just pray in the mighty name of Jesus that your blood, your most precious blood, would cover our brothers and sisters. God, for complete healing from cancer and any other infirmity. By your stripes we were healed, Lord. Um, and so you know that we know that you've made a way, that you stand, you've stood in the gap for us, for that healing to come through. Lord, you're, you are the vine and we are the branches. So we pray for that healing uh, life to flow through you to us, Lord, that we are connected to you. So, Lord, we have a connection back to you for complete healing, Lord, for complete healing. And we, we are believing with our hearts and our souls and our minds now as your children, as your sons and God, that that healing is for us. Yes, Lord, we, we contend with everyone that is contending, and we, those that have cancer here, we ask you for your healing power to flow through their bodies. We thank you that if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us, then he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to our mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in us. So we declare this life that you give to our mortal bodies, to our friends here and those who we are contending for that aren't here. Lord, we declare life to the mortal body, the life of Christ. You, Father, who raised Christ from the dead, you who gave him life in that tomb, we are in your son right now, so we receive that same life right now. We say resurrection life in Jesus' name, flow through their body. Resurrection power. We ask you right now, Lord, to display the greatness of your power toward us. We ask you to display the power of the resurrection and the power of the ascension right now as a sign of your glory and as a sign of your return when all death will be swallowed up and all cancer will be healed. Lord, do it in their bodies now. Make them a witness of that day now. Make them a proclaimer of the life that is in Jesus now. So we thank you for transforming power. And we say with our mouths, we just say no to death right now. We say no to death right now. We say no to a spirit of death that, that comes with this cancer right now. And we say you have the greater name. We say your blood is greater. You are the high priest, and you are that sacrifice. So we agree with your intercession right now, both in your prayers and in your blood right now. And we say be healed in Jesus' name, not by our own authority, by the authority you have given us. We say be healed in Jesus' name. You are the one who said whatever we ask in your name according to your will, you would do it. So we say in your name, release life. In your name, Release healing right now. Right now. Not tomorrow. Right now. We do thank you for the process, Lord. But we say now. We say life now. 
We say, cancer be gone now in Jesus' name. Now in Jesus' name. Let's just to con continue to just to contend right now. Just continue to pray, to press in. Scripture says the weapons that we fight with are not weapons of this world. On the contrary, we have the divine power to demolish the strongholds. And even as cancer is a stronghold, we take authority over cancer right now in the name of Jesus. It says we demolish arguments and every pretension that would set itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take it captive right now and we make it obedient unto Christ. So, Father, I thank you for the authority that you've given us. And as we come together in this agreement right now, it says where two or more are gathered, there you are in the midst. Lord, I thank you that you are in the midst right now. And where you're in the midst, cancer cannot be here. Where there's light, there cannot be darkness. And so, we, yeah, we do. We claim this to be a cancer-free zone right now. In Jesus' name, by the blood of Jesus right now, we say anything that would try to raise itself up, against the knowledge of God. We take it captive right now and make it obedient unto Christ in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, right now we say cancer, we make you obedient unto Christ right now in Jesus' name. As a stronghold, we take you down right now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you right now for the healing power of Jesus. When you said it was finished on the cross, it was finished. It was finished. And so we thank you. We, we come into an agreement right now with you, and we say on earth as it is in heaven, let it be done right now. We thank you that we know it's your will. It's not a question of whether it's your will. We know it's your will. And so we speak healing right now in the name of Jesus, in agreement with heaven, and we call it down right now into this place. And we say no more cancer. All cancer must die. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Jesus, Jesus. We speak Jesus. Jesus in this place right now. Greater are you that's in us than he that's in the world. Greater are you, Jesus, that's in us than he that's in the world. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. That's been spoken. Cancer, the name of cancer must bow. The name of Jesus. We declare by Jesus' stripes, these are healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that your promises are true. You are not a man that you should lie, nor a son of man that you should change your mind. You are a healer. You say we shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. We shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Lord, not by my might or power, but by your spirit, says the Lord. 